From COK Studios in Terry Gross's kitchen, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the increasing prevalence of BuzzFeed.com in people's daily lives. We'll also consider a look inside the new documentary on former Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld. And we'll consider how much that doggy in the window is. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Paranormal Activia, the new yogurt that regulates your digestive tract while cleansing your home of evil spirits. Now in strawberry, peach, and blueberry. And the Gwyneth Paltrow Foundation, providing therapy and support for celebrity children whose parents have decided to consciously uncouple. Visit pretentiousdivorce.com for more information. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. The popular website BuzzFeed has blown up in recent months as people post articles, celebrity gossip, and funny lists from the site all over social media. While Twitter and Facebook are full of items from BuzzFeed about what is trending through pictures and videos, the thing that has made BuzzFeed the most popular is their quizzes. It seems like every five minutes someone is posting the results of a quiz they took on BuzzFeed. Whether it's what Harry Potter character you are, or what kind of eyebrows you should have, BuzzFeed has made sure that nothing is off-limits when it comes to a quiz. Connor spoke with a man who has made BuzzFeed quizzes an integral part of his life. For most people, BuzzFeed quizzes are just a way to pass the time during the day. Something fun to do and share with your friends on Facebook, but for Chris Lombardi, BuzzFeed quizzes are a way of life. I've easily taken 550 quizzes on BuzzFeed. Ever since BuzzFeed began posting its trademark quizzes, Chris has been enthralled. The first one I took was which Sex in the City character are you? I remember it like it was yesterday. I've only seen a few episodes, but the quiz told me I was a Samantha. It said that Samantha was a risk taker, a flirt who takes no prisoners in getting what she wants in bed or in life. It spoke to me. Chris had never been much of a risk taker or done anything very remarkable, but after taking this quiz, the 32-year-old began to overhaul his life. I thought for sure I'd have been a Miranda, kind of boring, not that good-looking, and focused on a loser boyfriend. When I found out I was actually a Samantha, I didn't know what to do. Chris started taking more quizzes, up to 15 a day, and the results shocked him. I found out all kinds of stuff. I was a Hufflepuff. I was supposed to live in Chicago. I'm really attracted to gross sex. I, I apparently love romantic comedy starring Brittany Murphy. I'm supposed to be married to a tall woman, and if I were a pie, I would be chicken pot. It was so eye-opening. So you took all these quizzes, and then what? I totally rearranged my life accordingly. According to BuzzFeed? Yeah. So what does that look like? Well, I moved to Chicago, and I'm sharing a loft with an Eastern European refugee named Balky, based on the results of my which 1980s sitcom are you quiz. I was obviously perfect strangers. Now I only drink craft beer, based on what pretentious beverage are you quiz. I wear nothing but tailored three-piece suits after I got Roger Sterling on the Mad Men character quiz. Wow, that's a big commitment. Right. I'm also only dating slightly built, red-headed women who make their own pink dresses after I got Molly Ringwald on which teen idol should you be dating quiz. I'm also studying marine biology now. Now why is that? Well, that's, my, that's what my ideal job is. I spoke to Chris's therapist, Dr. Harriet Jorgensen, about his abrupt devotion to BuzzFeed quizzes. It's insane. I cannot condone any of this behavior. Now, surely it isn't any crazier than other ways people have chosen to live. Isn't it? 
He tried to convince his wife to put his kids up for adoption because BuzzFeed told him that his relationship song was It Takes Two. And he personally euthanized three cats after finding out who was a dog person. I just hope he comes to his senses. Whether Chris comes to his senses or not, it's pretty clear that he's enjoying his new BuzzFeed-inspired lifestyle. For now. Sweet. I just took a quiz that said my favorite meal is brunch. I gotta go buy some cantaloupe and bellini fixings. For Consider Our Knowledge, I'm Connor Bentley in Chicago. To see what Patrick Swayze movie you are, or to find out which 19th century fictional character is your soulmate, visit BuzzFeed.com. Now we're welcoming back documentary filmmaker Neil Thanadier to discuss a new film by award-winning director Errol Morris. In his new film, The Unknown Known, Morris profiles Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense who oversaw the U.S. war in Iraq. Welcome back, Neil. Thank you for having me, Dinah. So, Errol Morris is famous for trying to get inside other people's minds and understand the motivations behind the choices they've made. In his most famous film, The Fog of War, Morris sat down one-on-one with former Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara to talk about the decisions he made in Vietnam. Over the course of the conversation, McNamara makes the stunning admission that some of his actions amounted to war crimes. That is a great film, and it brilliantly illuminates the inner workings of the mind of Mr. McNamara. Errol Morris is second to none in his understanding of his subjects, and this new film is no different. Really? Because I've heard that Rumsfeld isn't very forthcoming or willing to go into depth on much in this new film. Well, Morris spent over 30 hours interviewing Mr. Rumsfeld, and while there are some parts that aren't as interesting as others, Morris still gets a huge amount out of his subject. For example, this clip gives such great insight into his state of mind when asked about WMDs in Iraq. There are known knowns, there are things we know we know, and we also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we don't know. But there are also unknown unknowns, the ones we don't know we don't know. That seems pretty vague and evasive to me. Are we watching the same film? It's so telling. The way Rumsfeld hits the words, unknown unknowns, tells you so much. His fear that he made the wrong decisions, the determination and desire to bring down the Hussein regime, and also a latent desire for his father's approval. It's all up there. I feel like I was looking into his soul. Really? Because I've heard Errol Morris say how disappointed he was that Rumsfeld was so cagey and didn't own up to or admit anything. I'm sure he was just being modest. Rumsfeld was laid bare by his testimony in this piece. Here's another clip that looks deep into his psyche. It seems like if things had gone another way and Reagan hadn't picked George Bush as his running mate, you would have been president of the United States. It's possible. It's possible. Those two words say it all. The disappointment, the lost ambition. I am shocked that he was willing to go there with Errol. There are few moments in the film more revealing than that one. You got all of that out of a deadpan delivery of two words? And you didn't? I guess you can't see all the layers of this film like I can, Dinah. 
don't worry. It took me years to understand all of the facets and nuances that can present themselves in front of the lens. No, that's not it. Shh. It's okay, Dinah. That was documentary filmmaker Neil Thanadier speaking about Errol Morris's new film, The Unknown Known. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more news and stories from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can always visit our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at considerourknow, that's K-N-O-W. You can also subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. I said it a thousand times in my head. A thousand, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all gravy. That's all gravy. <laughs> my life.